Welcome to the Abundant Health Coach, where I help you stay calm in the chaos, where I help you go from burnout to success using the exact four-step process I used to quit my day job. Ready? Let's do this. Hey guys, this podcast episode was actually Lorianne Sheldrick interviewing me on her show. So head on over to the show notes to link up to her podcast and enjoy the episode. Who you are, like who, your name, your business, where you live, the name of your business, like just for anyone who doesn't know what you do, just, and even for me, I might learn something new. Just give us some insight into you and your company Mm, okay. So my name is Steph, and I grew up on Vancouver Island in British Columbia, moving coast to coast about 10 years ago. And my background is all in nutrition and wellness, and today I help health coaches go from burnout to success with mm. a simple four-step process that I used to quit my day job. So I switched niches, I switched passions about a year ago, and it was for sure the right move for me. So um, I currently live in Halifax in, uh, on the east coast of Canada, and originally with my nutrition business, I was really driven to take it online and take it global because my family lived in British Columbia, and my friends, my closest friends lived there, and I just knew if I was going to live happily on the other side of the country, and for those of you who don't know Canada, it's a massive country, um, I knew I needed to be online and mobile, so that was the drive in in uh, 2015 to actually take my nutrition business global online and completely um, give myself the capability to be able to travel home multiple times a year um, mm. as well as travel the world. So a little bit about me, I have two businesses. One of them, like I said, is nutrition. It's called Nourish Curated Wellness. And then my alternate business is, um, it falls under my name, Stephanie McWilliams Coaching. Um, as I've gone through this path, I know um, we can brand with a name. It's wonderful, um, as I did with my nutrition brand. But at the end of the day, people look us up by our name. So mm -hmm. that's what my coaching business falls under. And I'm proud of myself and my name. So that's um, what I coach under is Stephanie McWilliams Coaching. So, yeah, that's a little bit about me. And um, in a nutshell, I help health coaches do exactly what I did, go from burnout to success, work multiple jobs as well as keeping their business as a side hustle we're actually transforming it into their full-time career mm, I love that because not everyone wants to do it full-time some people just want to do it on the side to make a little extra cash so it's nice that you help both of them because it's true I mean if I had if I had a job on top of contagiously positive I would totally burn myself out so it's good to have those skills as to, well, how do you split your time or how do I go right in? Because I find so many women think that they can only do it part-time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's just it, is we, we find ourselves um, as women a lot of the time trying to do everything, including working possibly a salary position and running our business and, you know, making time for friends and family, so... It is, um, I was there, I definitely know the struggle, and it wasn't until I decided to treat my business as a business um, and not a side hustle that things really turned around for me, and it is that clarity of really just deciding and being um, happy with what you decide, whether it is a part-time gig or a full-time gig, it's it's really identifying what you want and, and getting out on paper your priorities and where your energy is going. Absolutely. And, you know, you started Nourish. How many years did you work in Nourish before you decided to start Stephanie McWilliams Coaching? Yeah, so um, I went to school for dietetics. So that was a five-year degree. And oh I actually gosh. started consulting um, about halfway through my degree. I was always the go-to for nutrition and wellness. And um, my father ran a restaurant. So I, I had a business... Um, grew up in a business family. So I was always thinking, how can I make money? I actually paid my way through school, through different um, waitressing, but also different businesses. And um, I started my nutrition consulting business, again, just under my name. I didn't worry about branding. And I started serving the people that were in my circle. And um, when I became registered as a dietitian, I made it more professional, that sort of thing. Um, 
So it was about 10 years ago that I started that brand, and then I, I didn't brand it uh, as Nourish until uh, 2015, so about, I would say, five years in, um, I just ran it under my name. Yeah. So that was super easy, and for those of you who don't know, you don't have to register a business name, you can run it under your, your personal name, so if I know a lot of the time people are scared to get started because they don't have a brand or a name, and I would encourage you just to use your beautiful name, and um, it makes it easy come tax time as well. Absolutely, and yeah, don't you find that is just one, I mean, I want to call it an excuse, because it does become an excuse that we use, but it's an obstacle that it's like, well, I've always wanted to start a business, but I don't know what to call it, so I haven't done it yet, right, where just, and you're just saying, just start, just start with your fabulous name. You were given this beautiful name. You've lived with it your whole life. Just start with your name. Yeah. And people will look you up by your name. And that's why I decided to brand again with my name because come full circle, as I created my business and became successful with it, my mentors that I looked up to for my next stage of growth, they all fall under their name. That's their business. So definitely, um, for everyone who's nervous, just use use your beautiful name and get started. And again, it makes it so much easier at tax time and you don't have to worry about branding and all of that. And that can come down the road when you're a little bit more clear on who you are, who you serve and what your brand is. Oh, I love that because one of the things that, you know, I don't touch on with Contagiously Positive is running a Contagiously Positive business. So it's so amazing that you're out there teaching women how to just how to be successful without the hustle, 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 stress, 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 uh, you know, maxing them out, maxing themselves out, burning themselves out. Like we, I mean, we need that. You are so needed in this world because I think we have it just like thrown down our throats that if we're not working 18 hours a day, if we're not, you know, only sleeping two hours a night, if we're not doing all of these things to kill ourselves for our business, then our business isn't going to be successful. But you teach the total opposite. Absolutely. And I think a lot of us women who decide to have our own businesses, we have that masculine energy that drives. Mm -hmm. So even though society is shoving it down our throats, we are more than ever on ourselves putting that pressure because we are high achievers, we are business owners and women in action, and we naturally have that masculine energy that is is very much go, go, go. So absolutely, we... Um, we need people to step back because it isn't, it leads to burnout and that's no fun. I've been there. I'm sure a lot of you guys listening are there already, right now if you haven't been already. Um, and there's lots of things you can do to avoid that, which is exactly what we'll be, te we'll be talking about um, in this conversation. Yes. Yeah. So, so before we move on, move on, I really, because I watch you, I am like, I girl crush on you every single day. <laughs> It's like, okay, what's she posting now? I On Facebook, on Instagram, you are everywhere just constantly adding value. Like you don't hold back with what you teach. And I love that. So I just, I think I already know this question just watching you, but I want to know in your mind, like you're a powerful woman, what do you think your number one superpower is that number one keeps you running a successful business, but that also helps other women and men too. I'm sure you have male clients and male clients as well um, run a successful business and life. Mm, I love that you added men in there and life because as I am going into this new stage of evolution for myself, um, I'm meeting new people, men and women and um, health coaches. Yes, that's my niche, but I would have to say that my I set this um, this desire in Hawaii last year of to expand in abundance as I lead others to do the same. So I would say for sure my superpower would be to hold the space for those people that cross my path and really ask the right questions to facilitate their own transformation and. I, it's, this is kind of a funny story. So about four months ago, my partner and I split of five years with compassion, with love. And now I'm on the dating scene and I'm meeting men. And <laughs> it's so interesting because each man that I have gone on a date with, they'll message me and thank me 
thank me for the, you know, the interaction and that they feel calm and that they feel good. And that's really interesting to me because not only, of course, am I doing it in my business, but I'm noticing it in life. And it's that is to hold that space and ask the right questions because a lot of people don't feel comfortable being vulnerable or talking about stuff. And mm-hmm. for some reason, that's been my superpower is I've always been the one to, that people go to. And I used to get burnt out by it and I didn't know how to protect my own energy. So I was actually really blocked off um, until about a year ago. So yeah, that's probably my superpower now that I've honed in on how to really, you know, take care of myself and set my own boundaries. Mm. I really am um, able to help those that cross my path simply by holding the space and asking the right questions. Oh, I love that. And there's actually so much to unpack in that, especially like being back on the dating scene, because one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, I, like you talk about money all the time. And I love that because it's still, even today, such a taboo topic, even though we are getting better at communicating about money. But you talk about it all the time. You're not afraid about that. And I'm sure that, I mean, that's going to come up in the dating scene as well. And I just want to know, like, have okay, number one, because it leads to what you were just saying, do you find being back on the dating scene that men um, are just okay that you're like running this, you know, phenomenal business and that you don't need any support financially and that you're just so open talking about money. And then number two, have you always been this motivated about talking about money or is this something new for you? Well, interestingly enough, I had two five-year relationships in my 20s, so five years and five years, and the reason why in both of them that we split was I was too independent. I didn't let them in. I didn't let Mm. the partnership flourish, so of course I've learned that lesson in the second relationship, and now that I'm dating, that's actually something that actually, before I started dating... um, I started receiving gifts with just a thank you. Um, My friend gave me, it was a body wash, and I immediately gave it back, and I said, I don't use body wash. And then I said, can we rewind and do that again? And she gave it to me again, and I said, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. So for me, it's receiving because I have this huge desire to be independent. I was taught to be independent all of my life from my influences as well as myself because I thought being independent meant you are successful. Being independent meant you are loved. When in reality, that is what why both of my relationships ended is I didn't allow, allow love in because I wanted to do everything for myself. So mm. um, you're all about manifestation. I changed my wording when I started creating my, um, you know, my manifestation list and all of that for an abundant relationship to we. And I started talking to myself as we. So as I'm going on dates, I am allowing men to purchase things for me, which is very uncomfortable. But (laughs) that's what I want going forward. I want a partnership. I want to be able to allow them in and allow them to provide in the ways that make them feel happy. So it's so fun um, meeting different different types of men and I'm into astrology as well so it's really fun to just see their personalities and really capitalize on their strengths and why each person man or woman that I meet in my life why they're amazing so back to the money thing absolutely um, some men want you to be independent and want you to pay for your own stuff and some men want you pay for it for you. So it's about communication and knowing what you want, I think, in the partnership. And for me, moving forward, it's complete partnership and allowing that in because I don't want to live this life by myself. And Mm -hmm. I've been independent in very loving relationships. And I'm on to the next. So yeah, money is definitely an interesting um, receiving it and allowing gifts to come in and simply saying thank you without feeling like you owe the person something. That's new to me and it's it's fun it's um karma doesn't have to go person to person like say a guy buys me dinner I don't have to then go buy him dinner or do something for him I can do something for somebody else and it can go on that way it doesn't have to be exchanged person to person which is new to me and um it's fun so this there's your second question um I definitely had limiting beliefs around money but it was always comfortable for me. I, I, when I started my nutrition business, I was working a salary position. I never took out loans. I just 
worked really hard and used that money to invest into my business. And I cash flow was always a thing that I knew was important to invest. And um, I'm very strategic with where I spend my money and I live pretty simply. So I don't have to really worry about overspending in areas that don't matter because that's something my father taught me from a young age. So, um, yeah, I had limiting beliefs. Like one of them, when I was, um, running my business, I did think that if it was good money, I had to say yes, Mm. which that's a limiting belief that I kicked to the curb long ago because it was not serving me. Um, but yeah, I would say that I've always been comfortable handling money and maybe it's from being a waitress or whatever, um, in my past, but yeah, cash flow has always been a thing to me that, um, it's a good thing, money in, money out, and it, there's always going to be enough. Oh, I love that because I think so many of us, I mean, if you have a limiting belief around money that there's never going to be enough, you could make millions and still feel like you're living in lack because then you're like, okay, well now I'm making the millions. Um, what's going to happen if I lose it? So it's really important to have that healthy relationship when you're not making it, when you are making it, um, and, and just both. Because um, I see that even people who are doing incredibly well financially, they still have this major block around money and receiving it and spending it and enjoying it and just feeling like it's not all just going to go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for listeners as well, one of the limiting beliefs that a lot of coaches have, and I did in the past too, what if my prices are too high? What mm. if people aren't going to pay? So with that one there, I will tell you all that there's transformation in the transaction and you're actually disservicing your client if you don't charge them because they're going to get greater transformation when they open their wallet. So that's one thing that a lot of health coaches, um, that's what helps them move over because as health coaches, we're in the service industry. So if you can think of it um, from the standpoint of you're actually helping your client when you charge the money because they're going to have more invested in the transformation, it might help you be okay with charging and asking for the money you deserve. Absolutely. And you are. It's it's selfish of us, anyone who has something to sell or serve, whatever it is, it's selfish of us to keep it to ourselves because absolutely. we're afraid to charge. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you talked about manifesting. I see a lot. I mean, I know because we're just so connected with this. I'm a really big manifester. I believe in the power of um, just uh, of our energy and that uh, you, you talked about karma. I call it the karmic energetic boomerang. Um, I, I just think you're really amazing at it. Uh, how do you do it? Like, what is your manifestation process that we can use in our life and in our business to really just keep ourselves focused. Because sometimes you use manifestation, and but you use the word intentions. You set a monthly intention, but that's all around manifestation as well. Can you talk about that? Yeah. Well, thank you. What a compliment. Um, well, daily programming for sure, daily positive programming and creating our thoughts through audios and writing. So I will tell you guys all that I grew up and I was the girl that had automatic negative thoughts and I was, you know, we all are, that's our natural instinct to protect ourselves is to worry and think, you know, just to, it's a protective mechanism. So mm-hmm. I wasn't always like this and I actually reprogrammed my brain and now I'm happy to say when I walk around in this world, they're automatic good thoughts and it took years of reprogramming, but it's definitely possible and, you know, some of us are automatically, um, you know, thinking or worriers and some of us are automatically thinking the best. That's just how we're born. So if you automatically think negatively, it's okay and you can actually reprogram your brain and I did that. So how I did that was years and years um, of reprogramming through audios and and actually writing. So um, one of my favorite audios, as you know, is Abraham Hicks. And if that's too woo-woo for you, there's a wonderful business affirmation. It's called 77 Business Affirmations by James Wedmore. And I actually listen to that every single day. I think it's about 30 minutes long as I was quitting my day job and I reprogrammed my brain to believe I could run a successful business. So Abraham Hicks, um, if you Google that on YouTube, that's my choice and Louise Hayes every morning and night. And 
Um, what we do before bed is so important because we mm. bask in that all night long. And then what we do in the morning is it sets us up for the day. So something to remember is in the morning, I don't always feel amazing and you shouldn't feel that you have to either. We're like a power plant and we get to charge our energy up through these things. So a piece of that is um, another limiting belief. I used to think, you know, if I was low, if I was sad, if I don't have enough energy, how am I to teach people how to be healthy? And that was a complete limiting belief because we're humans and we have emotions and that's a good thing. And, you know, it's about learning how to rework that and to really value your different emotions and then know what to do to increase your vibration. Mm. So uh, for me, some of the things would be audios, audios and writing, hands down, morning and evening routine. Like I said, what we do before bed is sets us up to bask in that all night. So we may as well capitalize on that if you want to work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. Let your subconscious work for you every single night and listen to an audio. Um, Meditation, of course, is right up my alley. But if you're not there yet, if you um, don't know what to do with meditation, then audios and yoga nidra are amazing before bed just to set your subconscious up to marinate in that all night long. Oh, I love that. I will put some of these links in the show notes for people to go to because I have the exact same routine and right on, I do the same as you on a big sheet of paper. I have my monthly intentions and one of the things in the corner is my energy cleanup. So the things like my vibe actions as I call them, which is, you know, move once a day, eat healthy, drink water, meditate daily, visualize and feel my goals. And I start and end my day the exact same way. I start my day with Louise Hay's morning meditation and then I end my day with the same or if I'm working on a specific large goal, then I will listen to um, a sleep meditation that's usually about 90 minutes to two hours that just like programs your brain while you sleep and then I'll just kind of wake up and throw my headphones on the floor and I'm good to go because yeah, like our, when we sleep, we reset our body but it can also be the time when we reset our mind. Mm, absolutely. Oh, I love that. So yeah, like you, I mean, Abraham Hicks is amazing. You actually got to go to one of the workshops, which is phenomenal. That's like a life goal for me. Mm, yeah, and I went right before I did my fifth uh, Vipassana meditation. So oh that was amazing to program my brain through the Abraham workshop before I stepped into a 10-day meditation highly recommend it. <laughs> oh, that is phenomenal. So you, like for you, I just know it because anyone who follows you knows that you are all about keeping your energy clean, uh, keeping yourself energized, keeping yourself like on your own happy island, making sure that the people there are also that way. So all that's important to you, right? Like the moving, the eating, the meditating, like, do you think it's just one thing or it's a combination of all of them? I would say, to be honest, 80% of my success in, in owning a business is all of that, is keeping my vibe high. And I remember, um, it's one of the things I tell my coaches, is when you're in a launch or when you're trying to drive traffic or sell something, if you don't feel high vibe, then don't get in front of your audience. Mm. Go and get your vibe up. It might All it might take is a dance in the kitchen, but... Um, get that vibe up. That's your number one priority. And this doesn't mean you can't be vulnerable in front of your audience and share your truth. It just means that your number one priority in business is to take care of you and get your vibe high. And yeah, it's absolutely a combination of everything. And um, I will add this in because not very many people talk about it as women in business. And um, if you are working with your natural cycle, if you're not on birth control, use it to your advantage. Mm -hmm. So what I do is um, I fully rest for a couple days before my period. So, you know, that PMS stage, yep. that's when I start resting. It's about, you know, day 28 for me and I rest throughout my period. So about a week of complete rest and then I go hardcore for three weeks. So, um, it would be days six to 28 for me. And that's when my hormones are the highest. My drive is the highest. My testosterone is the highest. And I'm working with my cycle and my business because a lot of the time we, we get confused. We're like, why do I want to quit my business all of a sudden? Oh, it's that time of the month again. Yeah. And so that's something that I do to keep my vibe high is I work within the monthly cycles and my actual hormones and, um, to, I make sure like, I do a launch during 
the right time. I make sure I'm, you know, resting, not taking clients during certain times. So I really map out my um, calendar based around that uh, would be one of the things that I do to, to definitely stay in the zone. And then to, like we just talked about the morning and evening routine are like I, anything can happen in between morning and evening. Yeah. If I've done that routine, it's all good. Yeah, it doesn't mean that you're going to have the perfect day, but at least you started and ended in a really positive way, and it does help you better deal with it when something does come up, because typically things are just going to come up. I mean, that's just a given. So Mm. it's not to say that it's just this magical thing that happens, and you have the perfect day, but you are going to be just so much better equipped to handle it. If you're leaving the house pissed off, well, odds are everything on your commute to work is also going to piss you off. If you're leaving to work in a positive, more zened out state, well, you probably won't react to those exact same things that are happening in the same way. You'll react to it. You'll just be like, okay, that's no big deal. This is my everyday commute. I expect this. What? I'll just put some music on and I'll listen to some music. So that's just, it just sets you up for success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know a lot of people um, get intimidated. So as you had mentioned, you have all the things you do every day and has we're having this conversation. People may be listening and being overwhelmed and yeah. writing this off because of where you and I are. So I this was my uh, nutrition business, my signature program that I did um, to make my first $5,000 a month and quit my day job was actually taking that person who looks at, say, you and I, and they're overwhelmed and they're like, I can't do anything, and they throw their hands up in the air. Yeah. So it really is about taking one thing. So people will say all the time, oh, you know, one day I'll do a 10-day meditation, and then they throw their hands up in the air. So that's what it's about is taking the smallest little thing, whether that's lemon water in the morning or 60 seconds of breath work and adding one simple thing in each day so that you can really start to feel it and get the ball rolling. So you and I, we've been doing this for years. It's ingrained in us to live healthy and we have these habits that, you know, we added in over the years. But for those listening that are overwhelmed by all of this or think that they're a failure because they're not where we are or where other people are it all that it takes is adding something so simple in and like I said that's lemon water in the morning that's 60 seconds of breath work that's uh, popping on a yoga nidra before bed and really I love to work within 21 days Um, so you do that one simple thing for 21 days and you're going to see a massive shift and um, then you can add another one on so if you are overwhelmed with all of this or think that you are not enough or think that you know, you're never going to get to where these people are. Absolutely. One simple um, daily addition is magical. Absolutely. Like I didn't come out of the box, the contagiously positive girl. I was the most negative person. I worked in a very masculine industry for 10 years and I was just, I, you know, I just, I, I only looked for the negative and I hated positive people. And, um, yeah. And then when I realized uh, I'm just, I'm not happy, this isn't working for me. I'm not happy. I was incredibly sick. I couldn't do it anymore. And I started making subtle shifts every day that felt so unnatural, but I just kept doing it because I was feeling just slightly better. So I just focused on that like little 1% of, you know, improvement. And then a year goes by and it just felt natural. I wasn't even realizing it anymore. And someone called me contagiously positive. I mean, he didn't say it in a positive way, but I took it in a positive way. Um, and then a couple of years later, I started a business around it. So I didn't come out of the box like this. And it takes work. It's not like I just wake up and every day is perfect. I wake up and I'm like, this is what I need to do today. Otherwise, I just naturally tend to go down to the dark corners. Mm, yeah, and that's, you know, it's it's training our mind as if we would train our bodies, right? We don't yeah. go to the gym once. We don't eat healthy once. We do it consistently. Yeah, so absolutely. Absolutely. So you talk a lot about, like, a lot of your programs and even yourself and what you teach to people on social media and in your coaching practice, you talk a lot about achieving goals and setting goals and creating those monthly intentions, which is really great because it just... It follows up with what you just said about just taking baby steps, which that's all it is. Like a monthly intention is just that baby step, right? So why is that so important? Why do you set it up that way, you know, month to month instead of just, well, here's my year? 
Mm. Well, time gets away from us for sure. And um, intentions and desires, they must be clear. And we're subconsciously setting these rockets of desire every day. And we Mm. really just have to um, keep checking in. So I love monthly just because it months fly by, but it's for me energetically, I can so much can happen in a month. And of course I love the seasons as well. I love 90 days uh, transformations. That's what my program is. And uh, monthly just allows us to, it doesn't get uh, too far away, but it's enough time to really make significant changes. And as I said, I work with my cycle and I help um, my previous passion and love around helping people transform their lives through um, healthy living was actually a 21 day process. So um, I think that's why I love it so much. And it is, it, it, it's a lot, it's a long enough time to really set some tangible goals, but we're going to see, you know, all the research of 21 days, you're going to see an actual shift within that month yep. and um, your year doesn't get away from you. So um, as well, I love helping people financially create a certain amount of money per month. So it's really nice to um, break that down each month and really check back in. So one thing that I love helping people do is we all have a checkbook, but we never use it anymore. So grab that checkbook and write yourself a check each month and then write on the back of it every possible way you think money could come in, including this category of surprise money. And um, each month, check back into that and see where it came, see where um, other money came that maybe you weren't expecting and use those checks that are just sitting in the dusty drawer for a good purpose because as we get clear on our intentions and our desires it really is becoming so specific and really just honing in the energy instead of having this loosey-goosey idea of making more money like what does that mean right we need to break it down to the most finite details and as soon as you think you've gotten finite enough get even more specific um so yeah, that's why I love the monthly is it just makes sense in my head. And I've seen so many people transform in that 21 days and us women, we really can work with our cycle as well. Yes, I, I absolutely work with my cycle. I follow this great um, teacher, Elisa Viti. She wrote The Woman Code and she has um, a program called Flow Living and that was brought to my attention about probably about eight years ago. And I realized that Um, like this is my best week right now, um, in my cycle. So this is the week where I, I can hustle without getting stressed. Whereas if I'm hustling during PMS and during my period, I'm getting incredibly stressed, even though I'm doing the exact same work that I'm doing this week and not having the same reaction to it. So that is like such a great tip for people. And it's a great way also, just like you said, it makes it easier to set up your monthly goals because then you can be like, well, I know in week three, I always feel this way. So here are the actions that I need to take in week three that are going to really catapult me to that next level. Mm -hmm. And it really is about man or woman, about giving yourself permission to rest. And Mm. I, as I mentioned, go to these 10 day Vipassana meditations and fully rest for 10 days once a year. And it's getting into that rest and digest state, or this is, you know, your restorative yoga practice. It's anything, it's kicking your feet back and reading a book. It's anything that your heart rate's slowing down and we're getting into the rest and digest state. So, um, it's giving yourself permission as a woman or as a man to do that. So that's why I love working again with your cycle because it gives you that permission for a week to fully rest and pull back and recharge so that you can catapult to your, your bigger growth and your next leap. And it helps you pay attention to your body and where your mind is going as well, correct? So that when you are feeling like, okay, I want out of this relationship, I want out of this job, I don't want to be healthy anymore, all of a sudden you realize, oh, okay, I'm only feeling this way because of where I am in my cycle. And then three days later, you're like, well, why was I feeling that way? And now I feel amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. So it just helps you tune in, right? It sounds like it puts the responsibility of your life in your own hands instead of waiting for someone else to tell you, this is what you need to do, this is what you should be doing, do this, for example. It just puts your life in your own hands. Absolutely. And knowing the importance of that rest and digest. And Mm. for those of you who still have that stubborn belly fat, that is quite possibly cortisol because, you know, you're eating healthy, you're exercising, but you still have 
the belly fat. Well, that's yeah. because of cortisol and, um, the way to combat that is not to get stressed out about being stressed out, but yes. step into that rest and digest state on the most, you know, simple level. You don't have to go to a 10-day meditation. It's popping an audio in of yoga nidra or taking a couple deep breaths and really slowing your heart rate down to drop into that state that um, we're not getting into anymore. It's just fight or flight all day long, mm-hmm. cortisol and stress, which leads to burnout, belly fat, and unhappy people. And not even the negative stress either. It's positive no. stress as well. You could be having the best month in your business, but if you don't give yourself that time to rest, you still, happy stress, good stress, you know, like we're so excited, it still increases that cortisol in your body. So it's important whether your life is going good or whether your life is, you know, going bad. Um, it's important to have that time because you just don't want to live in that constant state of high. That's right. And I love that you brought the attention to that because that is my battle when I go into launch mode or when I'm coaching clients or like you had mentioned, when you were so excited to talk, that's the ultimate test. Yes, it's excitement and it's a good thing. But again, yeah, it's your body doesn't know the difference between good and bad stress. So it is about being able to appreciate it and love it and work with it, but also know that um, breath, <laughs> we yes. have to breathe, even if it's a good thing, um, it's a, your body hears the same thing. It's so true. You know, one of the simple things that I give to people um, in one of my programs is if just today, here's one thing just today on your to-do list, enjoy your morning cup of coffee or your morning tea without rushing around. Like, literally take five minutes and if you don't have five minutes well then we need to do an overhaul (laughs) you need that just five minutes don't warm up your coffee five times just take five minutes if that's all you do to start your day oh my god you are just you're set (laughs) absolutely Yeah. yeah so if like setting intentions or setting goals i mean they're they're all the same thing if the intentions that we're setting for ourselves, if the goals that we're setting for ourselves, if we're writing them down, if we're taking action every day and it just doesn't seem to be happening for us, what do you see or feel are the common blockers that just don't let those things come into our lives and we think, oh, I'm doing everything, why isn't it working? Mm, yeah, so this is you know limiting beliefs and often... Uh, we need to let go of things and it's not what we need to add in it's what we need to let go of to move forward so absolutely we um, we are not our thoughts so these limiting thoughts are these things that you know you're finding yourself saying I can't do a because of b mm-hmm. I would do this but I should do this because x so you know you've all heard shooting on yourselves or these are all red flags that this isn't reality these are just your thoughts So your emotions are real. Your thoughts aren't always real. Um, Your thoughts can actually keep you quite stuck. And um, limiting beliefs and thoughts, um, they truly are often what what is holding us back, especially if you're living a good life, but you're desiring this greater abundance. It's that next big leap. It's hard to let go of things because you're living a good life. And that was me a few years back. It was, you know, I really had to let go of good things to reach this next greatness. You know, it was a salary position as a food rep, like pretty much nine out of 10, but I wanted 10 out of 10. So it's that it's letting go of good things and letting go. It's not always smack in the face, obvious, you know, quitting your job or, or leaving a really bad relationship. It might be leaving a good relationship Mm -hmm. because you want greatness. So that's what I would say. And the first thing you can do to really start addressing these is start to um, notice it. So again, if you're saying should, or I can't do this because of that, or you're just straight up, um, burnt out and you have you know way too many things on the go even if they're good money or even if they're amazing things it doesn't serve you or anybody else if you have a bunch of amazing things pushing you over the edge so yeah something that you could do right now would actually just be to do a brain dump take Mm -hmm. a piece of paper brain dump everything that is going on in your life the good the bad the ugly and then give it an energetic number so One would be, like, you think of it and you want to puke. It's just draining you. You hate it. Ten would be you love it. And the goal really is to 
slowly, not drastically, you know, quit jobs and leave relationships, but slowly get rid of the things that are draining you, say, you know, seven and lower. And then that makes room for more. Um, otherwise, there's just no room. It's like putting mm. another drop of coffee in an already full coffee cup. You're just going to get burnt. So yeah. um, absolutely, that's that's what I would say. It's, it's often, especially if you're a high achiever and you're living a good life, but you want great, it is about what you let go. It's not. It's certainly not adding more things in. <laughs> Oh, absolutely not. It can be it, like, I think we try to overcomplicate things and we set a list of goals on things that we think we should want. And instead of just making it really easy and just saying like, this is all I want, period. Um, and everything else just goes into the not right now category, you know? Mm-hmm. And I really love that you said that it's not uh, to me, the way I took it is you don't have to hit rock bottom to change your life and make your life great. I mean, I try to, I try my best to get everybody to not hit rock bottom because I know what that feels like and it's not fun down there. So I work really hard to tell people like, don't wait till rock bottom. And I hear often, it's like, well, I have a good life. I shouldn't want more. And I'm like, you should want whatever you want, whenever you want it, period. I mean, we're meant to enjoy life. So I love that you said that like just because you have a good life doesn't mean you can't have more absolutely and it's so true I was talking to someone the other day and here in Ontario we have the next lottery is 55 million dollars and just as a joke he said he's like I'm gonna win that lottery and I'm like oh awesome like good for you you know like think about it every day and and he was like well even if I only won seven million of it and I'm like no you want all 55 million, take all 55 million. He immediately was like, I have so much already. I shouldn't want the 55 million. I should only want seven. I mean, that's like a tiny little thing because it's about winning the lottery, which I mean, our odds are so slim to win that lottery, but it was the immediate stop on the desire. Like I shouldn't want more. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So I love that. So I, I have a cool story. Yes, so tell a friend me. of mine, she was playing the little tiny lottery things and she always wins four bucks and she goes today I'm gonna win 10 or no she goes today I'm gonna win more than four and she won 10 oh. and then it was that seed in the morning and then she got a call later in the day that actually she was paying into an insurance policy for 10 years on an old house that she wasn't living in so she got a call that she's getting like I don't know seven or eight grand from that but it's just like that little bit every day she was like, I'm going to win four bucks and she would win the four bucks. And then she changed it to, I'm going to win more than four bucks. And she won 10. And then that afternoon she got the phone call with more money. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love that. And I'm going to write that down to put that in the show notes. Cause I think that's like a really great tool people can do is just like today I'm going to do this. And then the next day it's like tomorrow I'm going to do more of this or get more of this, whatever it is. So that again, they're baby stepping and it doesn't feel so overwhelming, whatever it is that they're working towards. So for example, if someone, if you're working with a health coach and they can say, today I'm going to get two clients. And then the next, if they get those two clients, the next day it's like, well, today I'm going to get three clients. Absolutely. And I always put a plus sign whenever I make uh, money goals. I put five grand or more or five grand plus because I don't ever want to stop it there. Mm. Um, and same with, you can do that with clients as well. It's, it's good to have clear goals. And um, yeah. often we get them within, you know, a couple dollars within or say you aim for nine client or 10 clients yes often we get that exact number but I always put a little plus sign next to my financial goals oh I love that it's such a great idea this or more this or mm-hmm. more yeah it's so true because we do we put limitations on ourselves whenever we're in lack and then we put limitations on ourselves whenever we have a good life so yeah we need to stop that absolutely so, I have one more question on business and then I want to do like a rapid fire, like just get to know more about you. So what advice, so people who are listening might be thinking about starting a business. So they're either like starting from scratch or they're already in it and they're starting over. So if someone doesn't know where to begin, even just one, what is one simple thing people can do, like an intention they can set, a goal they can set? What is that first step that someone can do, whether they're starting out or starting over in their business or even in their life, if you have advice on that? 
Yeah, yeah. So what we spoke about earlier, that brain dump can yeah. work for anybody and everybody. It's getting this this craziness out of your head and onto paper and starting to look at what you want to let go of and mm. what you want to, you know, um, create more of in your life. So that brain dump, absolutely. And then when you're burnt out and you're exhausted, the last thing you want to do is more work. So really capitalize on these uh, reprogramming your brain before bread, bed. So if it's a business, um, like I said, 77 Business Affirmations by James Wedmore is phenomenal. It's what I personally used. Um, Abraham Hicks, Louise Hayes. So start shifting your vibe through the work of somebody else because I know it's hard work to do more stuff when you're burnt out. So use yeah. that um, energy of other people's work just to pop in your ears and um, so it's not extra work. So either on your commute or right before bed and um, start with the audios because um, if you are burnt out, if you're exhausted, you the last thing you want to do is, you know, be in charge of creating more stuff or, you know, meditating. That can be a daunting task if you don't know what the heck you're doing yeah. or, you know, writing things down. So absolutely brain dump and audios. To give, start shifting your vibe, yeah. So give yourself less work again so you can open yourself up, basically, to more coming in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you are a journal person, um, what I do every day and I encourage all my clients to do is write these three words on their piece of paper. It's similar to, you know, if you've heard of the five-minute journal, it doesn't take long. You write out a couple accomplishments. You write out a couple things you're grateful for or appreciative for. And then, of course, your desires. So it could take literally 60 seconds and you're just getting clear on why you're awesome, what you did, your accomplishments, what you're what you're grateful for or what you appreciate. And then, of course, the last is what you desire to create in your life. Oh, I love that. Okay, so anyone listening, I will add that in the show notes so that they have some journal prompts that they can do after they listen to this, and they can just write that in their journal. And you know what that does is it gives them something immediately to write about instead of thinking, what the heck am I going to write about? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. okay. I love that. Thank you so much for that because I have I love when I can give homework at the end um, mm. in the show notes because it's something they can actually... And that we can action at the end instead of just being like, that was really inspiring. I should do that. And then we just forget about it by lunchtime. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. Now back to you. Number one, first of all, I think, I think you already answered this, but so let's do a few questions before you have to like get running because I know you have a crazy day today. So what is one old mindset that you let go of? that wasn't serving you and now that you've let go of it how does it feel now um definitely the limiting belief or the thought that I have to say yes if it's good money so this creeps in all the time and I'm constantly saying no um and it's hard because I love money and I love success and all of that so it's that one. It creeps in mm. all the time. And I just actually said no to a contract that would have been amazing money. But what I do is I step back and I look at it and I'm, I, instead of saying yes, which I used to be the yes girl, I say, Oh, thank you so much for that offer. Let me get back to you. And then I go back and I, if it's in alignment with my longer term visions, uh, my, you know, one year, five year visions, my business values, then I consider it. If it's not, it's just a straight up no. And one thing that I, um, yeah, I definitely make a place from uh, decisions from a place of alignment now instead of money, which is totally new to me in the past few years. Um, that's been something that I've shifted. And one thing that I love to share too, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. It's yes. simply a no. When you're moving from good to great, you ha- like if it's not a hell yes and everything's green lights, it's, it's a no. Absolutely. I love that because that's been something new that I've been focusing on in the past six months. And I'm a yes girl for everything, not just in my business, but in my life. And I've just had to learn to be okay with saying no, thank you when it doesn't serve me or when I just can't. Sometimes I just can't. And I have to be okay with that. And I also have to accept that I'm going to get pushed back from it as well and also be okay with that. Absolutely. Yeah. So... 
Oh, thank you for that because I think that's really great because we have so many yes people who are listening who really need to start saying, you know what? No, thank you. We're good. Yeah. We're good little Canadian girls here. So we, we will always add the no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And to really like just give yourself the buffer. You don't have to slap someone in the face and say, no, no that's not in alignment. But you say, oh, thank you for the offer. Let me get back to you. And then you get to think about it. (laughs) Yeah, I would never go up to someone and say, no, that doesn't align with me energetically. Like, of course not. (laughs) Like, that would be ridiculous. (laughs) Okay, so to date, what do you feel? You've done a lot. I'm so inspired by your story and by you and what you're doing and what you have created and are continuing to create. I can't see, I can't wait to see what happens. So to this date today, September 13th, our manifestation day, what's your greatest accomplishment? Uh, but hands down, like, not even a question, the first 10-day Vipassana meditation that I ever did, uh, I was 25, and I grew up, uh, my mom going away to these meditations, and um, they're 10 days, it's it's a lot, you and bet. Um, yeah, so for sure, when I came out of that for the first time, like, it was the hardest thing I've done in my entire life, but the most rewarding, like, hands down, so Vipassana meditation, it's just, they're all around the world, uh, we put that in the show notes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, hands down. Do you feel like it was the most, it, it was so transformational and such an accomplishment because it was so hard? No, you know what it was, is I came out of that feeling that it was actually easy. Like, it, mm. I, I felt like as soon as I walked in, I said, oh, this is home. Oh, all of the things that I've always struggled with in my life are accepted. And the fact that I this is normal to me. Um, that's, that was actually the feeling. It wasn't hard. It was total acceptance and knowing that I'm not alone. I'm actually like all of these people in the center. And that's more of what it was is I had this deep rooted, holy crap, I'm home. I, I finally don't feel like an outsider. I feel that everything makes sense. And, um, yeah, just that validation that, what I do in my everyday life is actually the best thing for my health. Um, I just was kind of thinking it was weird before the amount of time I wanted to spend alone and reflect and go inward. And, um, it was just fully accepted. And then I truly knew that above everything else, yes, I did a degree in nutrition. I love fitness. Yes. Those are important, but above all really connecting our mind and our body and stepping back into that rest and digest state and putting things into perspective and living the simple life is my main priority. And then of course, sharing that with other people so they can to um, step foot and walk the path um, to alignment basically. Oh my God, that is so beautiful. And you really are. I mean, you're, you're walking this path. You're, you're living your purpose. I mean, people can feel that. Um, I can feel that. You're an inspiration to so many people, just not even just in the business world, but just with who you are as a human. You're just a good human being. So even if someone doesn't work with you, it's just you're just a good human being. So thank you for that. And I lo- I find that's the best compliment when someone says to me, like, you're just a good human. I'm like, thank you, because I'd much rather be a good human than anything else, I think. But is there anyone in your life that's really inspired you the way you inspire so many including myself um I like to learn from everybody and Mm. definitely each and every person that crosses my path we're all teachers of course and all students so no like I have had this question multiple times and there isn't one mentor or a couple mentors that I look up to there's so many people that I've learned nuggets from and I can't. I honestly cannot pinpoint a person that I know. <laughs> you know what? I love I, that answer so much because it's probably the best answer I've received to that question because I feel the exact same way because there's just so many amazing teachers. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. And we're all, you know, one thing that has humbled me is I, for the past six years, I've worked a couple days a month at a health food store at retail level, minimum wage. Yeah. And that keeps me humble. That keeps me crossing people's paths in so many different areas. Cause for years I was always the authority figure teaching in corporate wellness, educating, 
And I didn't like being put on a pedestal as the yoga teacher, as the nutrition educator. So keeping in alignment with staying humble and working in this retail setting, yeah, I look at every human, no matter what their story. And I think, Mm -hmm. what is their light and what can I learn from them? And that's for sure. um, Yeah, that's, I think, why I don't put anybody on pedestals or I don't think that I am better than anyone or anyone's better than me. And that's, I think, why I love Vipassana meditation so much. There's no guru. There's no, um, there's facilitators, but it's not um, in that light of this is the teacher. And I always felt that everybody was equal playing fields and we, I can learn just as much from anybody as they can learn from me. So yeah, no, I think that's why it makes sense as to why why I fill out worksheets or I answer, I can't ever answer that question. And it's so, and it's true that we are all one. I just, I truly feel that. I truly believe that. I don't think because someone makes $55 billion, they're any better than the person who makes $25,000 a year. Um, We're all one. We're all human. We're all here to live a human experience and we can all learn from each other. So thank you so much for that answer because it's the most honest. I think sometimes people just want to answer it. And sometimes there is someone that has absolutely been that person, but I just, I love your answer. totally resonated with me so Mm. last question before you say goodbye I could talk to you for hours um where is the best place people can find you what are you working on right now how can we support you is basically how do we get more stuff (laughs) (laughs) well I love Instagram right now it's what's hot it's what people are hanging out on Instagram stories Instagram live IGTV so you can find me there my first and my last name with two underscores in between um as well as i run a free facebook community group with um it's called work smarter not harder so um all sorts of trainings in there including my four-step process to go from burnout to success and a free workbook um how to sell online it's really getting your thoughts out of paper uh out of your head onto paper so we'll put those in the show notes but for sure start with instagram you know search my name stephanie mcwilliams and i should pop up there um so that's where you can find me and I'm taking actually 10 new coaches on for October 1st to go through my 90 day growth plan. Um, so if you are a health coach, you've been in business for three to five years and you really want to make it your full-time gig, um, possibly even quit your day job, that is the program. So it's the four-step process that I'm obsessed with that I did to quit my day job. Um, it's clearing clutter. It's really niching down and focusing on who you are and who you serve specifically. Mm. If we try to help everyone, we'll help no one, which is, I've been there. We try that as health coaches. It doesn't work. And then step three is actually really defining your financial goals. And as we talked about, I love money. I love talking about money. I love getting women comfortable with charging. And then step four is actually launching your product, asking for the sale and sharing your value because you have so much to give. And, um, I love 90% value, 10% sell. So um, we really, as you mentioned, you know, you see so much value on my channel. That is really the law of pre- the law of reciprocity. You give, you can give away all of the goodies, and people will buy from you. Yeah. So I see that with health coaches, they keep it all. They keep all their goods to themselves. So yeah. you, you want to share your guests, share with the world, and. Um, it will come back. So yeah, that's how, that's what's going on with me. Um, I've got a ton of free bonuses going on this year. I've made my own goals and committed to helping um, many more people in 2019 with my message. So I've got one of the fall bonuses is actually it's uh, my half day intensive, which I know for health coaches, you want to get stuff done now. So I'm throwing that in. It's a half day, how to automate your business. Um, So I'm throwing that in and it uh, with one of the fall bonuses. So yeah, we'll hook that all up. And, um, of course, any questions, just connect us up on the old social media. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time and for all the nuggets. And I will make sure that everyone has, this is going to be like the craziest show notes I've ever created because you gave us so much value. So I can't wait to just like break this all down. And I really appreciate you. And I appreciate you just being here with me today. Thank you so much. And keep sharing that gift because there are days when I just go online and I'm like, yep, she said exactly what I needed to hear. Okay, let's go. Let's do this. Oh, well, thank you, because it definitely, um, those messages that I get from you and from people that are listening, even if it's just one message every so often, that's what actually keeps me going. So, um, 
I too have always want, you know, I've want to quit my business, just like many of you guys listening. And we always question, you know, is this the right thing? And it's those uh, responses. It's, it's conversations like this that fire me up to keep going. So thank you so much for reaching out and um, having this conversation. That, my friends, was Lorianne Sheldrick from Contagiously Positive. Thank you for having me on your show. And if you want more of Contagiously Positive, head on over to the show notes and click to subscribe. Thanks for listening. I'm Steph, and I help health coaches go from burnout to success using the exact four-step process I use to quit my day job. Make sure to like, subscribe, leave us a review, tell us what you think, your struggles, and we'll see you on the next episode.